Okay, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Uh, continuing and starting chapter one of the first epistle of St. Peter, uh, as we uh, started last week and just with the uh, with the idea of just a general view of 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 the of the epistle itself and uh, uh, the, the the main outlines, but just a few, just one thing to remember that we talked about last time, which is again the 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 three things, right? The three things that we talked about. We said again, Peter talks about hope in the midst of no hope, right? Which is very very relevant to our day and age and what we're going through now, you know, you hear and you see, and we ourselves are struggling, but then again, how to get and how to continue knowing that there is something different as we'll discuss again today, knowing that there is something different. So uh, we talked about three things last time about uh, three things to consider, three things to consider. And before that, we talked mainly that we said that there is hope because of grace, if you remember this. There is hope because of grace. Uh, because of God's grace, there is hope both for today and for the rest of eternity, not just now, but for something, something that will 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 never uh perish and will never end. And those three things that we talked about last time as an intro to the to the to the whole uh, story and to the whole epistle is again the first truth that the earth is not my home, that we are sojourners. This is just a very, you know, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll elaborate on this more and more as we start chapter one today. The earth is not our home. Number two, God uses adversity and challenges in this life to strengthen our faith, <laughs> right? God is using our challenges and whatever we go through for one reason, which is to strengthen our faith, to strengthen our faith. Why? In order to believe in the grace and why? In order to live that, that uh, life with hope of the things to come. And the third thing that uh, the end of all things is near, right? The end of all things is near. And it's been near since, you know, 2,000 years ago and it's still near till now, right? Still still the same thing. So those three things just keep in mind as we start the 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 the, the, the study of St. Peter, of St. Peter. Again, this is not home. Number two, whatever we go through is to establish and to strengthen our faith. And number three, that the end of all things are near. With that, we come to the first uh chapter of of saint peter and again you know the as we said before it is mainly it's called one of the of the um catholic epistles because it is written to everyone written to everyone it wasn't like the, the epistles of paul that are written to particular churches or particular people but this was written to everyone as we said before the the the, the history behind it that it was uh, after, like a year after the the, the great uh, burning of Rome by Neron, right? And then people, uh, Nero himself, in order to kind of justify what he did, uh, trying to claim it or to blame it on the Christian people. So everybody starts to actually uh, persecute the Christians because they are the people who who burned the city down, right? And because of that, we know that the, the church was going and it's starting to enter uh, an era of persecution, era of, of, of challenges. Uh, that uh, that uh, uh, That's why Peter here is talking to everybody saying what? Hold on, hold on. Don't, don't be afraid and, 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 and understand uh, that this is all for something good, even if you don't see it right now. So with that, let's let's start to read. Basically, we're just going to read the first few passage and passages, and then we'll talk more and more about that. Again, as we always do before, uh, we're 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 not really concerned of how fast we go, just how deep we go, right? So you know, if if, if we go cover just two or three verses today, will be will be will be beautiful because there is too 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 much uh, richness in in the word itself, as we 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 will see. So um, we'll start start just the, the beginning and the and the. Uh, reading of the few few first verses in the book, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll stop there. Again, reading from the ESV, which might be a little bit different than here, but uh, just uh, just pay attention, pay attention to 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 the text itself.
Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who are elect exiles of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in the sanctification of the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ and for sprinkling with his blood, may grace and peace be multiplied to you. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials. Let's just stop at this point. Not quite sure if we're going to be able to cover the whole passage or not, but let's just uh, take it one at a time, taking one at a time. Peter is starting his, his message to people, people again that he probably haven't met before, because as we said before, those are the dispersed in the whole diaspora, dispersed people just running away and all over the place. So in order to do that, he, he started to introduce himself by saying what? An apostle. Why is that? It's not, again, not, not that he's boasting himself or said, hey, I'm the apostle, I'm better than you are. And here I am, I'm writing you a letter because you guys are struggling and you are in a very, very bad shape. So I, I am just hoping that you can hold on there. No, but he's saying I am apostle because of what? What is the meaning of apostle, first of all, if you remember? Messenger. Messenger, right? So I have a message for you, right? And remember, again, we would never, as I said last time, we should never forget who is Peter who is writing the message, right? He is the one that is what? Denied. Yes, so keep this in mind because this you'll see it actually reflecting and, and it's it's in the back back burner, as we say, that he is he is he is writing everything, but he knows that he was actually one that denied, and because of God's grace, he was able to be where he is right now. So again, when he talks to him to, to, to them and seeing an apostle, by no means he's saying this out of again, because I'm better than you, right? That doesn't work. Right? That doesn't work. One the one of the times I was, uh, I think we had we had one of the of the Salt uh, Mission Group days here, and we had uh, a guest attending, and she goes for the first time. I realized that whoever was speaking, we're all speaking on the same level. We're never speaking like I'm here, you know, right there, and you're down there, right? Never, right? And that's what we all need, and that's what Saint Paul, Saint Peter is saying here, right? I'm apostle not because I'm better than you, not because I have the title and you don't have, but because I have a message, right? And because of that message, as you remember from the last time, the Lord Himself commanded him and told him what: go and preach, right? He said, when you go back, go and strengthen my brethren. Remember this? And he told him after the resurrection in order to, 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 to bring him back again that go and feed my sheep, right? Feed my sheep, right? Shepherd them, which is basically feed them. So here he comes from this mindset and from this position that, you know what? I am here. And because of that, I am reaching out to you. I'm reaching out to you. Paul, an apostle, of Jesus Christ. And he defines himself. He's not just an apostle, but apostle of whom? Jesus Christ. That means that he's trying to say what? I am what? I'm nothing, right? I'm just a messenger, as they say. I'm just the messenger, right? All what I have is because of him, right? an apostle of Jesus Christ. And then he starts to say three things that are very, very, very Unique and very challenging also, if you look at this. What are the, th the three things that are, in, that are in verse one? What are they? How, he's, how is he addressing his people? Or not, the, not his people, the people that he is reaching out to. By what? What are the three things? Dispersed. Dispersed, number one. What else? Elect. Pilgrims and elect. Right? So how could you be dispersed and pilgrim and you're still elect? Right? 
disperse and pilgrim are, you know, in a way, bad things, right? If you look at them, like disperse meaning what? Scattered, scattered, right? So, and that's, I think, one of the, of, the, of the problems that we're always facing here, because we think if we are elect, again, we should be what? Comfortable, right? Because no, that's, that's not how it works with him, right? You are dispersed, you are pilgrims, and we'll talk about this, but before anything else, you are elect, and we'll talk about this also. What does that mean? What does it mean? Yes, David. Go ahead. What, what is it again? Say again, sorry. Right. 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 Yes. Yes. Something that they are, they can relate to, because they know at one point they are the elect people, they are the the, the chosen people, but also they still were in captivity, right? It, right. Regardless of what the circumstances from outside, you are still a chosen, which we'll talk about it also more and more, right? So, so. The 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 let's let's just you know skip those two words and come to the elect because that elect can actually you know I, I can sense that it can be a rotating word <laughs> right elect what does it mean elect like you know are, does God have people who are elected and people who are not elected okay you think so okay. Okay. So yes, in a way, yes, there are certain people who God, and that's what he said. That's what St. Paul said, that you know what, for some you are teacher, for some you are preacher, for some you are doing this and this and this and that. So the function is different. But elect here in a way, in the meaning of what? Chosen. Chosen, right? And, and who is chosen for God? The whole world. The whole world. That's what he said. That's why I came for the whole world, right? So let's not, you know, when, when we hear this, this, this word elect, you know, it's, it's, it sometimes brings to us, okay, well, God, you know, again, what, 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 one of the things that we do not believe in as an Orthodox, which is the predestination, like there are some people are predestined already from before, right? No, because here St. Paul is saying according to his foreknowledge. So the foreknowledge meaning what? That he knows from before who will do it or who will accept and who will not accept. But that foreknowledge doesn't mean that people have, don't have the, the free will and the choice, right? So that's very important to understand this. You say, because of his foreknowledge, he knew who will be exactly, we, we always had that, that, uh, that uh, example of, of, a, of a teacher that knows exactly his class and know who is good, who is bad, right? So my foreknowledge as a teacher, I know who will pass, who will not pass, but that doesn't prevent you from studying and proving otherwise, right? So that's the idea. So the foreknowledge here that God knew from before, but the elect doesn't mean that I, that God from before said, okay, you and you and you are in, you and you and you are out, nothing, right? And if he said, if he at one point in the Old Testament has his chosen people, Right. In order, we, as we said before, the chosen people in the Old Testament is for what reason? To keep people sanctified for himself that out of that people will come the Messiah, who will come and will be what we were studying this in Mark, establishing a new nation based on the 12. What is that new nation? The whole world, the whole world. And the, the new family that we're talking about in, in Mark 3, that, that that family is based on what whoever does my will. He is and she is my mother and sister and brother. That is the new family. That is the new family. So here, you, you know, St. Peter is talking to them again. Remember, he's talking to people who are struggling, people who are about and facing persecution, facing lots of things because they just kept their faith. So what is he trying to, 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 to tell them now? That you are what? You're chosen. Don't worry. You are chosen. Not because of anything good in you, as we'll see, but because of God's love because of God's love. So he starts this by saying that, that, uh, uh, that 
identifying them and also identifying himself as he identifying them because he is pilgrimage he is dispersed and he is elect also so in a way he's he's, he's describing you know what he went through and again he's saying that there's no difference between him as peter and between the people there because we're all in the same in the same boat what is that election based on again you know, i was just doing some digging here and 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 you know found that the same the same word actually is used in matthew 20 verses 14 and 16 right that's in the parable of of the 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 man who has uh, who went and 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 called people to come and work for him, right? Those who are from the third hour, sixth hour, eleventh hour, and so forth, right? And then at the end of the day, he he gave all of them what the same, the one denarii. And people like you, how could you give you know the person that's been working ten hours the same as the person that's been working one hour? Because that's it's not, it's not your business. It's my money. <laughs> I can do whatever whatever I want to do with it, right? But then he goes on saying. I choose to give to this last worker as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? And then verse 16, it says, so the last will be first and the first will be last. So here he's defining that, that idea of choosing is based on what? On how, how, how the people are actually putting the other first, right? I'm not going to elect a person because you are better than other person, but no, you are elected or you are chosen because you're saying what, again, I am the least. I am the least. So, and this, that's exactly, again, goes on to, to doing his will, because what is, what is God's will? As we said, our sanctification. And what did he do for his own will? He emptied himself and took the form of a servant, right? And obeyed as we see later on so the the idea of, of of to those who are elect again he's telling them that you are all regardless regardless are god's chosen people but that 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 being chosen is based on two other things you know which are what again being pilgrimage being sojourners and being what dispersed dispersed what is sojourner again what how can we live that 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 word, right? What does it mean? Like Abraham, okay? Abraham lived in a tent and knowing what that he is not, he doesn't belong to anywhere, right? You call me here, I'll go, you call me there, I'll go, whatever. Yes. It's a mindset, right? Again, the mindset that we do not belong here. So what he's saying here, you're not just saying a fact that they're actually sojourner because they left, you know. Uh, uh, Judea or left, you know, Jerusalem and went into those areas that he's talking about, but he's saying actually it's more of a spiritual status, right? That you are living and we should be living with the same mindset that we are what? We do not belong. So Jordan, actually the word itself is more of, of uh, um, implies a sense of transitioner, of transitioniness as, as of one who passes by something beyond. So the word itself in the in the Greek is like one who passes by to something beyond. I'm just passing by to something beyond. Right? I'm not gonna get walking here and then I'm not just gonna settle here. I'm passing by this to something beyond. That's, that's the idea of Sodor. Right? And with that mindset, it makes us actually think of everything else in a different way. Not only that, it makes us actually, again, if 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 I know that this table here is mine, right? And it belongs to me. Somebody, Albert came and took the table from me. How would I feel about that? Not happy. You know, this is mine. Don't take it away from me. It has my computer. It has my phone. It has everything. I brought this from Egypt. This is all mine, right? So don't touch it. And if you do, I become irritated, right? But if I know that I'm passing by the table to something better, okay, so I take it, take it, right? Enjoy it, right? And if you apply this, this mindset on everything else that we are, we're living by here, I think it makes a huge difference, right? And, 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 and you tell me, I think that is why we have all those anxieties, all those, you know, uh, 
problems because we are so much what attached to here, to here. So what, what St. Peter is telling them, again, if you are away from your home, if you are going through persecution, just remember who you are. You are what? Passing by to something better. Passing by to something better, right? Yes. Okay. The, the, the detachment from here, it's all one package. It's not just one thing. So again, I'm, as we always say, I'm detached to be attached, right? I'm detaching from here. Otherwise, I don't have, I won't even have any kind of identity if I don't care about anything else. It's not a matter of just like, you know what, I really, you know what, I, I really don't care. I'm just leaving, you know, whatever. But I'm detaching because I know, and that's what actually is coming in the next in the next couple of verses. That, that, that will answer your question in the next couple of verses, right? Knowing that I have something better, right? And knowing that, as you will, will, will see in the, in, the, in the text here, that this, this inheritance is actually guarded by Christ himself, right? So <coughs> the idea that I am, I, am, I am living life as I'm just passing by, right? It makes me actually work more, not makes me worry in a way that I need to make sure that I am in line with what is where I belong to. Right, so it's 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 a good way to know that okay, I I don't belong to here, so I better be prepared to home when I go home, right? But that 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 mindset of being prepared shouldn't be again. It's it's not it's not on my it's not on my own, right? That's why I'm saying it's a part of a big package of God's grace, God's hope, of God's power, of God's everything, right? So the problem comes when I start to think about it. Okay, okay. So I'm not. I don't belong here, and I have to really, you know, you know, earn my. No, we we don't earn anything. But that's what it is. We're talking about this at, at Friday Bible study. God's will is just making sure that you know I am attached to Him all the time. Right? I'm thinking of Him. Right? I know I'm, I'm, I'm uh, cognizant with my own struggles, with my own weaknesses, and I bring it in front of him and say, Lord, you, you deal with this. You deal with this. We'll talk more and more about your question as we go on with, with, with this uh, chapter here. But, but again, the, 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 the idea, again, you know, Peter didn't use this out of nothing. You know, St. Paul, for example, in Hebrews 11, 13, talks about the same mindset and it's written in, 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 in too many other places, but just an example of, of Hebrews 11, 13, where it says these all died. Hebrews 11 is the, is the chapter of, of, of faith, right? The heroes of faith. So he's talking about all the people who were really uh, kept their faith and, 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 and uh, walked knowing that they, are, they don't belong to here. So that's what he talks about. These all died in faith not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. Right? So again, they, 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 they uh, acknowledged the fact that this is not home, right? but they had the faith. They had the faith that again, seeing the unseen. Okay, if I say, okay, well, this is not home, well, what are you talking about? Where is home? Are you crazy? Are you just seeing things? Are you imagining things? Like, no. No. Why? Because the same who taught that you're, you don't belong here, he said, you know, there is the glory. That's why later on, he, he talks more and more about, about what we have. About what we have. So he's starting with that, starting with the idea again of, you know, be, be, be aware that if you are really going through struggle and going through temptation going through all those things remember again that you are you are an exile you are in dispersion and but you are elect yes the
and they're running from Rome. They're living in a foreign land, and they're living in that moment in time in a foreign land. Yes. To them. Right. And it puts them in a position of um, needing each other and God in a, in a strong way. Right. By having to submit more than a personal comfort is naturally referred to. Right. But what you're also saying is we as Christians who live not as pilgrims physically, as we're all comfortable in our homes and yes. Yeah. We have in our minds a sense of being pilgrims. Right. Um, of being as, as the kingdom come, so to speak, right. is another is where we're journeying to. Yes. And our life in the immediate is in our minds temporal. And so we have it's immensely taken us all being pilgrims. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. It's it's a mindset again to know that you know we 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 whatever we are doing here, whatever we possess here, whatever we're having here, at one point this is what it's nothing, right? So I'm 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 doing everything. This is again not 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 to make us feel down or depressed or or anxious or anything. No, it actually it's more liberating, right? When I'm when I'm not, it's the same idea. If you have a bird that is attached to a rope, right? Okay, can go around, try to fly, cannot fly, right? Why? Because there is some kind of attachment. If somebody comes and cut that attachment, the bird is what? Free. Free, right? And that's why when we studied, uh, I think it was Hebrews before, when St. Paul saw, says, do not be entangled with the things that on earth. You are entangled. You cannot even walk, right? Why? Because everything was so much into here. Does that mean that I leave everything? No, no, but it's the mindset and the understanding. And as we say, we always leave in order to attach to something else, right? If I just like say, okay, well, this is not, this is, I don't belong here. So why, why am I even living, right? Because that's another way of thinking. Like, okay, if everything, and here we go, 40 seconds, you know, killed 22,000 people, 40 seconds of earthquake, literally, not even in a minute. 22,000 people. So why would I bother? Why would I live? No, because that's why he goes on for something that is so much better, right? As we had the theme of last year, better hope, right? So it, that makes me actually know, I will live as God wants me to live, right? I will do my job if I'm working. I'll do my 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 role as a parent, as a grandparent, as uh, as whatever, because I know that this is will actually actually help me and help the other to live that mindset. That you know what, we have another citizenship. Yes, then. You know, I've always tried to the golden rule has been sort of my measuring Yes. And I think about how the slaves got through what they went through. Mm. Yes. Yes. Because this is all they had. Their faith was all they had. Right. Right. Yes. And they never gave up. I mean, can you imagine? Yes. Yeah. In absolutely nothing. Right. Right. Maybe tomorrow they'll give your son to the neighbor. Right. Yes. Yes. But they were looking That's at something. Right. When you're in that kind of. Right. Yes. Pickle. Yes. Yes. You know, we, we see this when you go to, to, to Africa and we, we, we talk to people who have nothing, who have nothing. But then again, you know, I would never remember one of the ladies in the villages, actually, uh, Deborah, you know, went to visit her. In the jungles, basically, literally in the jungles, like we walked and walked and walked to visit her. And then uh, a hut has nothing. And then she's trying to find us something to sit on and we were there. And then she goes, uh, I'm living by myself. Like why? She goes, well, uh, I had seven kids. Like, okay, where are they? Well, they died. Like what? <laughs> like, yes, they died. I have only one now that's living with me. And my husband died, the, the kids died. So, and then she's smiling, like, like Deborah, why are you smiling? She goes, you know what? what? And she said this in English, God never let me go to sleep hungry. Okay. And she was, she was worried that she will get even that hut, she's renting, it's not even her own. 
and she was worried because she don't, doesn't have money to pay, right? And we calculated the thing like at that time, so how much money do you want? $3 per month, $3 per month to keep her where she is. We gave her like, I think 30, what's equivalent to $30 at the time, three years rent. <laughs> Imagine this. Imagine this. And this is not, you know, I, I lived that story, <laughs> seen it, seen it. So again, the idea of we are so much attached to here, right? And that's why we live in this craziness, right? Because I'm so anxious. I'm so afraid that what I have today is not going to be there tomorrow. So again, 40 seconds. Killed 22,000 people, 1,000 people, 2,200, 22,000 people. Can you imagine this? So the idea, that's what he's trying to say now. And that's what he's telling each one of us today. You know what? If we are going through this life, we have to think this way. We have to think this way. Otherwise, it will not make us able to enjoy what he has for us. So again, it's not a way of, of, of threatening. Like you better live as a sojourner. Otherwise, everything's going to go away from you. And you're going to go die and to go to hell forever. No. No. That's why when we read the, 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 the passage, he goes, because of what? Of an inheritance that is prepared for you. Right? And at the end of the day, I always say, it's our choice. If I don't believe in that, okay, let's just keep doing what we do. At the end of the day, we're not what? We're not enjoying it even. So yes, this is, this is home for me. This is my life. This is everything. Are you enjoying your life? No. So, well, you have another option. You have another option. But that doesn't make any sense. Well, that's where, where faith comes. Who said it makes sense? Who said God makes sense? <laughs> Not yes. I know for sure it doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. As you're talking, surprises, right? Surprises. So when 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 Saint Paul when Saint Peter is saying that again he's 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 establishing the whole the whole epistle based on those facts remember again this yes Dave yes Yes. It's very stressful. It's very stressful. Yes. Definitely. So I think the church does that. Definitely. Yes. So we who are together as a unified Right. Right. Yes. They come together and they see the common vision and they reinforce each other. Right. Right. Yes. Yes. Even even now, when we hear again, when we hear places like China, for example, you have all those home churches, right? How how are they going through all that 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 persecution and tension and everything? They get together, underground. Yes. Right. The 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 memorize the pages of the of the scripture and then eat it so nobody can see it right, or they have it hidden in their mattresses right. But they're getting together, and that's exactly why he follows this verse with the second verse, which is what again. So after he's talking to them about who they are, they are ex exile, dispersion, and elected, and then he goes. He doesn't leave it this way. And that's where, where the answer to the question comes. How are you living this? How are you elected? How are you going to live as pilgrims, as exiles, as dispersion? According to what? According to the full knowledge of God of the Father in the sanctification of the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ and for sprinkling with his blood, may grace and peace be multiplied to you. So here is the, this verse is the actual key for the previous verse, right? So you should live as sojourners. Well, I don't know how that is, right? 
It, that's very, very irrelevant. It's not practical. Here I am, I have this and I have this and I have this and I have, and you're just coming and say very easy, go live as a sojourner. That doesn't, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But he, here in, 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 the second, in the second verse, he starts to introduce something that's very, very important, very important, which is what? What does he see? According, so again, all those according to his foreknowledge, right? To do what? In the sanctification of the spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ and for sprinkling with his blood. What does that mean? I want to hear from you first. What, what, is, what does the, that second verse mean? To those who were chosen by his, again, by his foreknowledge, right? And were, and being sanctified by the spirit to obey Christ and to be purified by sprinkling of the blood. It's another way of reading it. What do you think of that? This is the work of Trinity, this Trinity. The Father and Son the and the Holy Spirit. The work of the Trinity in our life, 100%, 100%. The Father, the Spirit, and the Son, right? That's why, again, in, in what we do as Orthodox, in every single thing, we start by the Holy Trinity, in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, right? And that's a very important aspect, which is the work of the Trinity in our lives. The Father is the source of everything, right? The Spirit, gives us and the son gives us what the sonship right brings brings us to the to the father right? and a lot of times we this 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 work and this idea of the trinity is not just theology it's not just like okay yes i believe that there is a father a son the holy spirit what is the practicality of that of that understanding of that faith this is the faith right the, the, the trinity is a faith the faith of the theology of that God is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, three in one. Yes. But what does that mean to me as a layman person that I'm just going on with my life? Is the work of the Trinity obvious and strong in my life or not? So according to this, what is the work of the Spirit here of the Holy Trinity in us? According to that passage. The Holy Spirit sanctification sanctifies. What does that mean? Set apart. Sanctified means set apart, set aside. Right? This church is sanctified. Why? Because it's a church. You cannot dance here <laughs> or eat. Right? So the Spirit sanctifies. How is the, how does the Spirit sanctify? The work of the Spirit. Spirit, again, the Holy Spirit is one of the Trinity. That means the Holy Spirit is God himself, right? So the Spirit is not just power, not just energy, but again, as we say, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, right? So the Holy Spirit comes, right? And the, 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 the Spirit will, will make my heart special place for him, right? As we read that passage from yesterday, if you remember, maybe I should actually read it again today if I can find it here. A beautiful passage from uh, St. Gregory of Nazianzus, right? He was talking about this, talking about what does the Holy Spirit do in us, right? And, and uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a very, very, very beautiful passage. Let me read it here for you because it, it really gives us an understanding of uh, of the work of the Spirit. He he goes as follows. Talking about the Holy Spirit. This is St. Gregory of Nazianzus, which is the fourth century or so. He, which is the Holy Spirit. He is the subject, not the object. He is the subject, not the object. Of hallowing, apportioning, participating, 
filling, sustaining. So that's what the spirit does. He hallows, he apportions, he participates, he fills, he sustains. We share in him, he shares in nothing, meaning he doesn't need us to exist. The Holy Spirit, God himself, exists from the beginning, right? He is our inheritance. He is glorified, counted together with the Father and the Son. He is a dire warning to us, finger of God. The Spirit is like God, a fire. Spirit is a fire. So when we say that the Holy Spirit sanctifies, the fire of the Spirit comes and burns the thing that needs to be burned and kindle the fire, the good fire, the love. So he says that the Spirit is like God, a fire. This means that the Holy Spirit is of the same essential nature as the Father. We all believe that, right? The Spirit is the very one who created us and creates us anew through baptism and resurrection. And that's what St. Peter is talking about later here, about the resurrection. The Spirit knows all things. Holy Spirit knows all things. Teaches all things. Moves where and when and as strongly as he wills. As, as, some, as the Lord himself, when he was talking to Nicodemus, like the wind, you don't know where is it coming, where is it blowing. The Holy Spirit is. He leads, speaks, sends, and separates those who are vexed and tempted. He reveals, illumines, gives life, or better said, he is himself light and life. He makes us his temple. He sanctifies. He makes us complete. He makes us complete. Right? Again, so how can I go on as a sojourner? You know, again, you're not walking alone. We're walking with whom? With the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. He makes us complete. He both goes before baptism and follows after it. Right? He receives the Holy Spirit in the baptism, right? And then he follows after it. He continues that work. He continues our journey. All that the Godhead actively actively performs, the Spirit performs. All that all the Godhead actively performs, the Spirit performs. So here, when Saint Peter is saying that again, he's talking to people that who are struggling, right? He himself was struggling, and he himself was was re 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 uh, re what? Restored again by the Lord Himself when He appeared to him. But then he knew, and he knew that after the Lord's ascension, He's not what. By himself, because that's what the promise. I will give you, yes, I'm not with you, but I will give you my spirit to continue what he has been doing on earth. And that is the whole same Holy Spirit that's within each one of us. Right? Same spirit who's working with St. Peter, same spirit who's working with all the saints, same spirit who 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 who, who restored, right, and gave the power to the people to go and to preach and to talk and to be bold. Same Holy Spirit. So when Peter here talks about this, he goes, according to the knowledge of God the Father in the sanctification of the Spirit, in the sanctification, in this is very important, I'll talk about it here in, in a few minutes, in the sanctification. Meaning what? Not by the sanctification, with the sanctification, but in the sanctification. What does that mean? Why that proposition in is very important. Here we are talking grammar now, again. The Holy Spirit works in us, right? And he abides in us, as we just read, that we become the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? One of the fathers actually saying something that's very, very beautiful uh, in regards to this. He, he, he talks about, about those three propositions in a very, very beautiful way, which is, again, the, 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 if, you, if, you, if you take a look at, at this particular verse, he's talking about uh, three things. The actual... The actual, the actual uh, language in, in verse 2, it says, according to the foreknowledge. So according in Greek, kata. They say kata, Luke, and evangelion. Kata, according to Luke. The gospel, according to Luke. So kata is one. In, which is in sanctification. And then unto obedience. So according, in, and unto. One of the fathers says, the, that, that, that is exactly the ground, the sphere, and the end of spiritual sanctification. The ground is God the Father. The sphere is the Holy Spirit 
the end is what to obey. So coming back again to the to the question, well, how can I live this life and I am I, I, not able to obey him, right? According to this passage here, that obedience comes from where? From the sanctification. A lot of times you have it the other way around. And that's why we fail. I have to obey. God told me to not to gossip. Okay, well, good luck with that, right? And I try to hold my tongue and try to, okay, you know what? God, I promise you, I will never gossip today. The first person you see or the first text you get or the first phone call, just, just, right? Everything, everything. And then it goes, well, it's hard, right? And then we come to that, to that statement, which is very, 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 very wrong. Well, it's hard. According to this here, he's saying something very important, very important spiritual rule that we are sanctified in order to do what? To obey, to obey. So if you're not sanctified, you're never going to be able to obey, right? And again, if you look at ourselves and our struggles, we always have it the other way around. Is it really the other way around? What do you think? Which one comes first? The chicken or the egg? <laughs> the obedience or the sanctification? Sanctification. So in a practical way, what does that mean? I'm just, you know, sitting on my lazy boy and kicking my legs and, and enjoying my life and said, okay, well, God, sanctify me <laughs> so I can obey. Yes. It's a tap, it's a tap right? The work of the spirit, the yes. voice of the spirit, right? You shouldn't be doing this. You should do that. Yeah. But somehow, I feel like I, it's a knowing. It's, it's like inside me that I, like I know. Yes. And in order to affirm this and confirm this, that's why we say, as David was saying, that is the, the role of the church. Because again, how do I know that that tap is a good tap or bad tap? It could sound like a good tab, but you know what? Maybe there are other people who are tapping also, right? <laughs> other powers there, okay. But how can I know, right? But when I am within the body of Christ, right? When, when I hear, they always say again, you know, when I heard this from, from actually from, from a person, like, why is it very important to come when you come to attend the liturgy or as in the Vespers now to really pay attention to the readings? Why is that? Because in the church, we are not the same as we are outside. So our ears are open more. Our, our ability to receive clearly the message of God is, is more. Right? And that's why we take it with us outside. Remember again, when I was saying you come to church as home, you don't leave home and come to church. Right? You come to church as home and then leave out to the world, to the other places. Right? That's why it's very important, you know, again, listening and paying attention to the scripture read in the liturgy, during the liturgy, during the service in the church is very, very important. We say this particular passage by St. Peter, by the way, we say it in the liturgy. We said that we, we are sanctified by your Holy Spirit. That's the same passage. We, we pray it in the liturgy, right? By the way, everything that we do in the liturgy is scriptural. So when we say and sanctified by your Holy Spirit, that is what Peter is talking about. And because again, we are within the body of Christ, right? We are able to listen and to hear more and to decipher the message of, of God more and more. Yes. Yes, so in, 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 in you know, the, 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 the baptism is the new birth, right? And then the chrismation is the, the, the dwelling of the Holy Spirit. Right. right. But again, just sorry to take it to take it a little bit. Again, this is, you know, the this is the dwelling of the Holy Spirit in us, right? But I can be, or anybody that can actually listen, the Lord Himself said that my words are what? Life and spirit. So when I hear the word of God, that is the spirit talking to me, right? But, but, but as we believe and as the, 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 the book of Acts and as, as 
we received the faith again remember the story of, uh, of philip when he went and baptized people in the, in the in the book of acts right he is a he's a deacon but he was able because of the situation at that time to go and baptize but he wasn't allowed to do what to give the holy spirit right he called whom john and peter the pillars right and then they came and they what laid hand right and and they gave them the Holy Spirit. The laying of hand, which was done in, the, in, the, in that time, is now replaced by the holy oil, by the maroon, right? That is, that is the, the way of confirming and giving it. Yes, so the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit was given to only certain people who are kings and prophets, not like after the, 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 the grace, right? So only the king and the prophet, they will be anointed by the oil, right? And then they will receive the spirit for a purpose, for an actual specific purpose, right? But back again to this, that, that he, he St. Peter, he is establishing a very, very important spiritual bases and basics and rule which is again that we are sanctified in the spirit right and that sanctification will give us what the ability to obey so what if we don't obey why what of what about the people who were disobedient why if we still commit because of our weaknesses because of whatever what we if we if we fall again then we have what the other thing here is what no, it's right there in the verse. Sprinkling with his blood. Right? The blood, remember in the Old Testament, sprinkling the blood was for sanctification and for also separation. Right? So here is saying again that this is this is the work of the of the Holy Spirit. This is the work of the Trinity, right? That, 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 that we are sanctified by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will, will as, as one of the fathers says, and probably said it before, that I think it was Saint, uh, Saint Macarius from the fourth century, where he says that, submit your heart to the knife of the Spirit. You know, when he's talking about circumcision and the circumcision of the heart, as it's written, right? And how is that circumcision done? By the knife of the Holy Spirit. So when I read the scripture, and looking for, for to find, find Christ in the scripture, the spirit will, will, will point out those things that needs to be what? Circumcised, right? When I come to the church through the services, through the, 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 the sacraments, through everything, the Holy Spirit continues to, to sanctify. But for what reason? For the obedience, to obey, right? And this is the practicality of the faith. Again, I believe, I think I am elected, I am chosen, I'm all those things. Okay, love your, love your, your, your neighbor. No. Well, share something with other people. No, I can't do this. Go the extra mile. No, no, no. That, that's, I can't do this. So what kind of sanctification is that? Right? Pray for the others. No, I'm just barely praying for myself. I don't care about the other people. They can go to whatever, right? It's not my job. No. No. So, the, 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 that's why that verse is very, very, very important. And again, it, it puts the basis for our relationship, for our spiritual life. The work is the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will sanctify for obedience, to obey. What if we don't obey? What if we again can't? What if we fell? What, what if we, all those things? Okay, don't worry. That's exactly what St. John said, right? That, that as his children, you should not sin but if we sin we have what the blood of christ right and thank god again 
for the faith that we receive, that, that that blood of Christ is not just something, again, I'm imagining, but as we believe that this is the actual presence of the body and blood of Christ when we come to the service. Right? So we're actually united physically, spiritually, mentally, everything. We're becoming one with God. I was talking to some per one person, what they like, we, 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 we unite with God, we become one with God. Like, how can you say we are one with God? Like, yes, we are one with God. That's what he said, right? I am the vine and you are the branches. Can you separate the branches from the vine? The branches are, is the, or are the vine, and the vine is branches. What contains, what consists, the branches, the vine is the branches. And that's, by the way, the word here, the sanctification and sprinkling is, again, that verb that we talked about before in the hourist term, which is continuous, continuous. The actual Greek language here is continuous work, continuous work. And that's what we see, again, that salvation done, being done, and will be done. It's a continuous work. Why? Because we are continuously in need of that sanctification, continuous. Otherwise, okay, I'm good now, I'm saved. You know what? Don't talk to me. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Right? So, so again, St. Peter here is, is, is setting the basis of the whole message and of the whole reason for them why they should actually hold on to, to the faith. Right? How can I, again, how can I live a life that I am sojourner here? You know, it's the work of the spirit. We are being sanctified in order to obey. What if we do whatever? Okay, again, don't worry. You know, if you really want to, you have the blood of Christ that will purify us. And then he ends this verse, only two verses. <laughs> it's just okay. He ends this verse with something that's very, very, very important. Why is it important? Where he says, may, after this, he says, may grace and peace be multiplied to you. Why is the, 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 the position of these two words in this particular verse very important? It's not just, you know, okay, well, I talked enough. Let me just give them the blessing, the benediction so we can start. No. What is that? What, what can you say? May, after what he's saying, and then he goes, may grace and peace be multiplied to you. The grace will give the peace, okay? The grace is the result of this, right? So the basis of the grace and peace is based on what? The sanctification, the obedience. The basis of the grace and the peace that no one can take from us is based on the sanctification and the obedience, right? And a lot of times if we are, if we are disobedient, we definitely feel that there's no peace, right? We know that there's something wrong. We know that there's something wrong. Whether we want to admit it or not, whether we just got to avoid it, whether we do whatever we want to do in order to run away from it. But again, we wonder why there is no peace in our heart. Because we are not allowing, that's what exactly what you're talking about yesterday in the, in the Gospel of Mark, those who blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. Blaspheme against the Holy Spirit meaning what? Like, you do your job, I do my job, stay away from me. <laughs> I am not ready to give up and to give you everything, to give in. I'm not ready for that. And that's why we have the life that is full of what? Anxiety and the opposite of peace. So the fact, the fact that we are sanctified, the fact that we are being empowered by the Holy Spirit to obey, the fact that we know that we always have the blood of Christ to sanctify and to, to purify, that is the basics of what? Of peace and anything else beside that is not true peace. Remember in the book of Isaiah said they say peace, peace, but there is no peace. That's what's written in the Old Testament. Why? Because they thought their peace is based on what? On their circumstances. You know, there is no enemy coming and things are going well, so there is peace, peace. But he goes, they say peace, peace, but there is no peace. So we really want to live that life, the peaceful life, let's again, the, the work the, the, the verse backwards, right? We have the blood of Christ. We have the power to obey. 
we are sanctified by the Holy Spirit. And because of that, may the peace and grace and grace and peace, what? Multiplied. Why multiplied? Why multiplied? St. Paul always used this, peace and grace be with you. He, he, he doesn't, Paul doesn't say in his epistles, be multiplied, right? Like in all his, his epistles, he will say the peace and grace of Christ be with you. But why Peter here is saying multiplied? Yes. 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 They need more and more, right? Because they are going through hardships, right? So he's, he's encouraging them. And he's also telling them that the peace and the grace that you will receive is beyond what you are going through, or what you will go through, right? So in a way, he's, he's, he's opening their eyes to that idea of like, what it will be beyond what you ask for. Not just peace and grace be with you, no, be multiplied. Yeah. But again, based on what, that you are in exile, you are dispersed, you are elected, and you are sanctified by the Spirit in order to obey. And if you struggle at any point, you have the blood of Christ that will purify you. And the work of the Holy Trinity in you. And based on that, we should go in peace. That's why when we end the service, we say at the end what? Go in peace. We, we take it very light when we say the final benediction after the service, the love of God, the Father, the grace of his only begotten Son, the King of the Holy Spirit with you, go in peace. We're just rushing to go so we can go on with our own business. But that's not the point. It's not the point. Go in peace because you've received the sanctification. You received the power to obey. You received the blood of Jesus Christ. Now go in peace. What will take that peace from you? Right? But then sometimes people say, that, Father, the day that I go to church and take communion and everything, it always there's a problem. Yes, there's always going to be a problem. But that's why we need the peace to be multiplied. That's the test. That's the test. Right? Do you believe in what you just did? If we do, then we're able to actually stand against those challenges. Right? A husband go home and he fights with his wife. Right? A kid go and fight with their parents. Somebody will just walk, just walking downstairs to the basement, and somebody will say something, just like blow up the whole thing, right? And then they come running. You know, I'm not coming to this church anymore. <laughs> Remember, you took all the empowerment to receive the grace and the and the peace. So it's very, very encouraging. Very encouraging. That's why, again, he, he, the language is very encouraging. He goes, yes, you are exiled. Yes, you are this and this. But remember, right, that, again, you have the foundation, you have the sphere, and you have the goal. God's foreknowledge, God the Father is working. The Spirit is, is surrounding us. That's why we are in the Spirit. And the, key, the reason for that is to what? To obey. So let's, if we want to take something out of this today, let's not reverse the order. Let's not try, okay, I'm going to try to obey, but I'm not allowing the spirit to sanctify. Right? I will never be able to obey unless I'm sanctified. How can I sanctify? Basically, again, allowing the Holy Spirit to work in my heart. What does that mean? Mean spend more time with him in a very simple way. Spend more time with him. Acknowledge what is there that needs to be sanctified. Again, we said the spirit is the fire. That needs to burn down every impurities. If I hide those impurities, no, 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 I don't need the fire. I'm okay. Acknowledge the things that needs to be purified. Bring it to the surface. I will, we always say bring it to the surface. Don't hide it. Don't hide it. It's ugly. That's fine. Just bring it to the surface. As we said before, you know, if, I, if my pocket is full of crumbs, and the only way to clean my pocket is to do what? Well, everything is gonna, well, who cares? But the pockets will, will be cleansed. God bless, two verses, not too bad as a beginning. Uh, we'll continue with that, God willing, next time there's more and more and more. It's a beautiful, beautiful epistle, very encouraging, very practical to what we need to do.
let's let's you know you know the 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 uh, experience the work of the Holy Trinity in our lives. Let's make sure again that we are allowing the Holy Spirit to sanctify, in order to be able to to obey. And if we don't, we still have the blood of Christ to purify us. To Him the glory now and forever to the ages of all ages. Amen. Let's pray and then we can conclude. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank the Lord for this day, for this evening. We ask Lord to bless everyone and bless uh, the word that you receive, Lord, uh, that you really we submit our hearts and our lives to you, Lord, to your Holy Spirit to come and to sanctify and purify us. So prayers all your sins. In your name, Lord, hear us and we say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Give us this day, Lord, forgive us our trespasses. Lead us not temptation, but deliver us. Again, may the love of God the Father, the grace of His only begotten Son, the communion of the Holy Spirit with you. Go in peace. Peace be with you all. Amen. Have a good night. Thank you, Abuna. Thank you all.